Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Welcome to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Oh, so I went to Second and Charles today. Yes. And I got two uh dates with a book yeah I love those I think they're so much fun I think they're a lot of fun too um one so I, I honestly since it's second and Charles and it's used books I was like let's look at the because it has um the individual price okay. on the date with a book because mm-hmm. some of them are new some of them are used yep. and I was looking for the cheaper ones because yep. I was just having a little treat today and um so I, I wanted it to be cheaper and I wanted it to have an interesting description. Mm-hmm. So I found one romance one where mm-hmm. it was like this couple is like planning their wedding and they want no fuss, but their neighbors are jumping in. And now like it's a big hullabaloo and that kind of thing. And I was like, oh, that just sounds fun. Yeah. Um. So I open it. I can't remember the exact name of it, but um, it wasn't one I've read. It doesn't, isn't one I had. So I was like, yes. Yeah. Okay. But then there was another one. And on it, it said, one boy, one dragon, a big adventure. Was it Aragon? Well, okay. Here's the thing. And it did say young adult fantasy. Yeah. But the book was like small. Okay. And Aragon's big. Aragon is thick. Yes. So I was like, this can't be Aragon. Because <laughs> it's it was paperback and it was like, it was like a normal size paperback. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was like a decent thickness, but it wasn't big. I wouldn't yeah. consider that a thick book. Yeah. So I thought, oh, there must be another dragon book that I hadn't read (laughs) in the young adult fantasy section. Right. Done. It was freaking Aragon. No. I was like, dang it. Come on. (laughs) Come on. Oh, man. So I was a little disappointed about that. But I don't own that book. Yeah. And the first one was very solid. It was. Yeah, so it's good. I paid five bucks. Now I own it. It's not the end of the world. But I was really hoping it was going to be... A different young adult fantasy book about dragons. That's all. Well, that's a perfect segue because we just got a new, it's not young adult, but it's, well, is it? It's, it's just like fantasy, right? Yeah. It's new adult because it's about college age. Okay. Yeah. New adult book about dragons. Dragons. Um, So we feel super cool again. Yes. Um, We got an arc for a book called Fourth Wing. Um, Rebecca Yaros is the author. Rebecca Yaros. Um. And it is about a dragon, like, college, military college. We're obsessed. We are so freaking excited to read this book. Ah, the tagline, it says, you want a dragon? Earn one. Absolutely. Yes, we're I- in. We're sold just from the tagline alone. Alone. I Five stars. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. 
but we're super excited. So thank you to her team mm-hmm. for sharing that with us. Yes. And we'll keep you guys posted. Mm-hmm. Um, this one I think comes out in May. So we've yes. got a little bit of time, but we're super pumped. I know they came in like super cool boxes and I'm just excited. They have little like dragon tattoos inside. Uh, we love it. We're here for it. So here for it. Yeah. So that's super exciting. Yes. Um, have you read anything else interesting recently? Um, have I read anything else interesting? I don't think so. No, I've been, been slacking. Slacking. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah. Life. I know. The library's like notified me three times that I have a book like that's about to be like removed from the pickup shelf because oh, no. I haven't gone and gotten it. <laughs> go get it. Silly. I know. Every time I go over there, I'm just like, eh, I don't really want to read it that much. So I just kind of like... <laughs> You're just going to let it be returned. Just let it be returned. I I had a couple books like that where I, I had put it down mm-hmm. and then just decided, meh, meh, maybe one day. Meh. Just keep it on the TBR. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, so this episode mm-hmm. is coming out a little late compared to when the announcement happened. Okay. But we haven't talked yet about Crescent City 3. <gasps> and the release date. Oh my gosh. Yes, you're right. We're terrible. We haven't actually talked about it on this part. I don't know why. I that's yeah, that's true. So this is this is several weeks after the announcement when this po- episode is coming out. But but it should still be discussed because we're terrible for not discussing it. <laughs> it seems it just seems relevant. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so January 30th. Yes. Sarah and I are trying to figure out exactly how we want to handle that. I know. Because like truth be told, like we there's no way in hell yep i can do an actual like week by week like like a live reading a almost. live reading no without having first read it no because it would take like six months and that's not acceptable that's for us unacceptable <laughs> we need to know immediately plus there's no way we'd avoid those spoilers no so definitely gonna need to read it before we die like diagnose what am i trying to say <laughs> analyze it yes. but we're trying to see how quickly mm-hmm and timing wise, we can do it. So I'm just curious, why was he why like why was it so shadily done where they threw it on like UK like Bluesberry? <laughs> like, why are we doing this? Like, why do you want the UK to know before the US? I don't understand. Yeah. But I appreciate all you creepers out there who like do you Found check it. it like every day, like all the different countries? No, it's on good it was on Goodreads that day also. So was maybe it? that was another way that, that maybe up. I'm just like, who checks this on like a reg? Not me. I don't know, but I appreciate that. I know. People. I'm just like, oh, notification. Thank you, people of the world. <laughs> but it's very exciting. I'm pissed it's not this year, though. I'm like really nothing in 2023 because nothing? we don't even have a TV show no. to talk about. So I expected. I'm book. guessing it's because she's busy with a TV show and like having to balance those multiple priorities. But like, I just feel like if it's coming out at the end of January, you could get it done for like November, Maybe December. she doesn't want it to be released around the holidays. No, that's exactly when you should want it to be released. Everybody's going to buy it for the holidays. I don't know. Ugh, it's rude. I don't know. It is It is rude. And like, honestly, like I think about like JLA, mm-hmm. who's putting out like 10 books a year. I know. And I'm like, Sarah, I know you are a superior writer. <laughs> no offense to Jennifer, but come on i know give me Something. one book a year just one book a year ah uh, so because it'll a... have been almost two years since silver flames oh my gosh or since i'm right. um, not silver flames crescent House, city the crescent city 2 came out right yeah that's crazy yeah Ugh. Ugh. well Damn. yeah there you go that was our little excitement slash disappointment yeah <laughs> yeah timing wise it's not great right but but we're still excited still super stoked mm-hmm 
which again, I'm really glad we're doing Crescent City right now. I know. Because hopefully it'll, we'll get it all lined up and yes. it'll be, be fun to just keep traveling in this particular world mm-hmm. with that timing. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Okay. Are you ready to dive into the book? Yes. Let's dive in. Okay. So this is episode 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are calling this chapter 97, this chapter, <laughs> this episode 97 million gold marks. Yeah. Because that's an epic moment. That's a lot of money, too. That's so much money. <laughs> um, and then we're doing chapters 68 through 73. Mm-hmm. So with that, let's dive in. Yes. Um, Hunt gets a visit from Isaiah, and Bryce gets a visit from the Autumn King. OMG, the Autumn King. Like, I cannot believe he actually visited Bryce. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just, like, totally shocked. And the fact that he seems remorseful and that mm-hmm. he really loved Ember, I was kind of... Very confused. Very confused, very shocked about the whole thing. Yes. Um. Yeah. So we start off, Hunt is trapped in his cell under the Comidium. With a TV in it. Yep. Which kind of, kind of cracks me up. I, it's, like, <laughs> comical, but it, like, sucks because they're streaming the lobby which is showing justinian and victoria trapped in a box yeah like (sighs) he's like live watching his friends suffer died suffering and dying yeah it is its own form of torture Mm -hmm. and it's just so sad like it literally like this description it said justinian still groaned every now and then his toes or fingers twitching as he slowly asphyxiated his body trying and failing to heal his taxed lungs his wings had already been cut off left on the marble floor behind him ew i know yikes and that's all hunt gets to look at and that's he's just watching that yeah and he just keeps puking and that yeah Mm -hmm. that that all tracks yep um so hunt is there suffering in his own way but it is interesting that he's in a cell and the two of them are out there mm-hmm. so you're like hmm yep why and that's when isaiah shows up yeah and he is pissed yep <laughs> and Isaiah don't blame him no and like all he asks he's like why and yeah. hunt says there was nothing charming nothing warm on that handsome face just anger exhaustion and fear mm-hmm. um and like Isaiah asks, like, was it worth it? And, you know, is he on the right path or was he on the right path when he decided that? Mm-hmm. Well, this quote really stuck out to me. Hunt says, because it has to stop at some point. And Isaiah goes, it stops when you're dead, when everyone we love is dead. And like there is like I understand because there's another quote where Hunt says, you might be able to accept the bit in your mouth, but I never will. And Isaiah says, I don't, but I have a reason to work for my freedom hunt. I thought you did too. And it's just so interesting how it's like Isaiah fought those same battles as Hunt. Mm -hmm. And it's like Hunt thinks he's just resigned himself that he or that he is, you know, the pet of Micah. Right. And Isaiah's like, this is I'm I think he's more of a realist. He's like, this is the world we live in. Mm hmm. I can't do anything about it. So yeah. I'm j- like, maybe that is residing oneself, but I do think it's, but it's not, I mean like he's working towards freedom too. Just yeah. like Hunt was given a bargain towards freedom. Isaiah yes. is too. He's just being, you know, as happy as he can about it because he's, he knows what he did. He's accepted his punishment. He's yeah. going to work it out and then he's going to be free. And like, he's got the whole plan. He's just doing the, the motions of it. Right. And Hunt was like, no like you're you know i'm not going to do the motions and it's like well then you deserve to be punished again because 
Not that I don't think his yeah. cause was just, but yeah, the system is shitty, but it's the system you're in. Right. Like work the system. Isaiah is working the system for his benefit. Right. You are not. And yeah. there are some people who literally cannot, cannot get themselves yeah. over that, mm-hmm. which I think that's a personality thing. But for me, yeah. I'm just like, dude, you should have worked the system. I know. And you were so close. That's what like kills me. Yeah. You were so close. If you had, you know, successfully brought in whomever, yeah. it would have, you would have had 10 deaths left. And yeah, it might've taken like 50 years, but it would have taken 50 years and then you would have been free with like yeah. nothing to worry about. Yeah. So I don't know. He's just, he's so fixated on this greater cause yeah. still, which it's like, it's not, that's not a bad thing. It's just right. that's, that doesn't serve him in this moment. Yeah. You know, I feel like you gotta be smart. Mm-hmm. And it felt like while you have this cause, you weren't smart about it. Right. No, um, not at all. I think that's why it bothers me so much. Mm-hmm. But he does say their plan. Apparently they were planning on just like taking it. And then at the summit, like killing Micah, killing Sandriel, killing them all. And yep. I was like, wow, that was super thought out. Right. And then they were going to go to the eternal city and kill the Asteria. I was like, mm, I find okay. that really hard to believe, especially after we like read the last chapter in the section. Yeah. And it's like, he could feel the power of the Asteria literally through the TV screen. Yeah. I was like, mm, I don't, think just being on synth is gonna win you against the asteri no so yeah yeah so um micah apparently like knows that hunt tried to stop the deal and that's the only reason why he's in this cell and not out there with them but he does have his own punishment coming even though we don't know what it is at the Mm -hmm. moment um and he asks Isaiah to tell her that I'm sorry. And he says he will. Yeah. But we, Hunt, Hunt hates himself in this moment. Oh, he has to. Uh, but I was going to say it is positive because Isaiah kind of confirms that Mike is not going to use Bryce as punishment. Like she's going to remain untouched. Right. Which is good because she, I mean, could be used to torture Hunt. Yeah. So I think that's a positive at least. <laughs> I think so. Well, and we kind of get why her father seems to have stepped in. So we pivot back to uh, the gallery and Bryce is chilling with Lahaba Mm -hmm. and Lahaba is very concerned about Hunt and Bryce is like, seriously, like, stop, (laughs) like, turn off the television. Stop. Which I, I, part of me is like Lahaba, like, she doesn't want to hear it. No. Like, like, let it go. You can't blame her. Let it go, Lahaba. Yeah. Part of it was like, stop, Lahaba. Read the room, Lahaba. I know. <laughs> but that poor girl just keeps, she keeps watching the TV and listening to the news. And Bryce is like, stop. Stop. Um, and then Bryce actually gets a package from the Medwitch. She sent her a vial of the antidote. Yeah. Which, which, I mean, that's great that she's figured out a way to stabilize it without like having to physically be there. So yep. that's awesome. Um, Success. Bryce is kind of just like, well, I guess I'm just going to put it in the safe. So she sticks it next <laughs> to the like golden bullets. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I mean, I guess if you ever need it, you know where it is. Um, And then a visitor yeah. arrives. And Holy it's heck. Father. Yeah. The, the Autumn, Autumn King. King. Scary. Um, So he comes up and he's just casually walking around observing mm-hmm. all the things in the gallery and you know she makes a snide comment of like there are cameras everywhere in case you're thinking of stealing something um but apparently like rune had told him about what happened with mm-hmm. hunt and on the boat and so he came to check on her yeah 
which is very surprising. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, he asks her if she stopped looking for the horn, which I was like, okay, that's really random, really mm-hmm. weird. Why, like, why does it matter? Why do you care? Mm-hmm. Um, and he just, like, he wants her to keep pursuing it. He's like, it doesn't matter, like, what happened with Danica and Hunt and all these people. Like, you should still want it for the Fae. Yeah. And she's like, no. Like, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't seem to care about much of anything right now no. for obvious reasons. She no. also has this, like... Um, inner monologue about you know what she's been dealing with with her family and she's apparently even just been lying to like ember Mm -hmm. and randall about what happened because she like i don't even want to address it i don't want them to know how much of an idiot i was i don't Mm -hmm. want them to think about the circumstances so she's like lying to them yeah so she's in total denial right um and then the autumn king he like does something that interferes with the audio that's kind of listening to them Mm -hmm. and he says to her he's like i loved your I loved your mother very much, you know. And she says, yeah, so much you left a scar on her face. And he says, do not think that I have not spent every moment since then regretting my actions, living in shame. Which I was like, the Autumn King living in shame? What? Um, And she says, could have fooled me, which us too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And um, he goes, you are so much like her, more than you know. She never forgave anyone for anything. And Bryce says, I take that as a compliment. He says, I would have made her my queen. I had the paperwork ready. Okay. That's shocking. Um, And then. Yeah, she goes, how surprisingly unelitist of you. (laughs) (laughs) And Bryce says, she would have hated being queen. She would have said no. And he says, she loved me enough to say yes. And she says, you think that somehow erases what you did? He says, no, nothing shall ever erase what I did. And she says, let's skip the woe is me bullshit. You came here after all these years to tell me this crap. And he says, I came here after all these years to tell you that you may be like your mother, but you are more like me than you realize. And that is not a good thing. Huh. Well, like a weird, random, bizarre conversation. Yeah. I'm like, what does that mean? I, okay. The fact that he was going to make Ember his queen when he's like literally made nobody his queen. Yep. Like Rune's mother. She just sits in like some villa. He doesn't like hook up with people it's just mm-hmm. he was gonna make ember a human his queen yeah that's insane that's crazy and then what part of him because there's a part of him that he doesn't like right that he sees in bryce yeah what is that part of him i have no idea right yeah it's really and like he came after all this time to tell her that yeah. it just seems really odd like why is that relevant to now i don't know what's happening i don't know very confusing Mm -hmm. um one other just like real quick thing that i always have to like recenter myself on Mm -hmm. is that the autumn king only looks a few years older than her that is is like very handsome weird and every single time i read something like that yeah it just throws me it's it throws me up so yeah well i mean we're so used to mortals and the fact that we all age so when you get reference to older people being looking only a year older than the 20 year olds yeah it just kind of throws you you're like huh yeah okay it's very bizarre very bizarre anywho uh chapter 69 Mm -hmm. hunt discovers his punishment and bryce pays rune a visit i was so excited that bryce was being nice to rune yeah and that she wants to start over with him it made me so happy yeah it makes the next few chapters extra sad but i know (laughs) it was a sweet moment while it lasted yeah um so uh chapter starts off with hunt again 
He's still in his cell. Apparently his wings are starting to grow back, mm-hmm. but he's just kind of like, well, it's going to be a waste. Who knows if I'll ever fly again. Right. I'll just be trapped under here forever. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of just stewing in his misery, puking, watching his friends die, dealing with his itchy as hell back. Mm-hmm. And then Sandriel walks in. Mm-hmm. As soon as she walked in, I was like, he's going oh, to yeah. her. Like yeah. that was just my initial thought. Like there's no reason she would come down there otherwise. No. Um, and she winds up pulling up Hunt's phone and like links it to the TV, which I just think is funny that they can like, yeah, stream. so high tech. I know. Um, and she's like, I went through your emails. So boring. But mm. then like I started going through your messages and, you know, through your photos and it's, Yikes. it's all of him and Bryce and like of life. And it was this whole life that. <laughs> he like made for himself it's and so sad it was so depressing reading this because it's like the first time he watches it he's just like oh my gosh bryce like just obviously right wanting to look at her face but then he like and these were all these such sweet moments that yes. were written out and it, yeah I, I can't even go in there's so they're much all in the so t- sweet it's it's the whole like three-fourths of the book the right fir- but then there was like even more things that we didn't see in the book of I like know. them taking a photo by the river together Ugh. you know it was just heartwarming it breaking. was so heartwarming all of it warming breaking it made me angrier with him though yes. i'm like how could you do this like look at what you threw away you idiot but it's like so the first time he watches it and it's just like reliving these moments but the second time he's like watching bryce and he can literally see her going from having like no light in her eyes to just like pure joy by the last photo <laughs> where they're like both cheesing so hard at the river yeah. and i'm just like what you did this you did this i hate oh, so much no it just it makes me so mad i'm like because part of me is like when you it, it's like you built it feels like he built her up mm-hmm. just only to like tear her down and yeah. i know that wasn't his intention here mm-hmm. but i'm like you put in all that time you gave her joy again you helped her find herself again mm-hmm. and then you just rip it away yeah like you know how bad of a state she was in when like the last person yeah. that was that person died yeah. and you basically just died you, exactly but worse worse you betrayed her yeah Ugh. And I'm just like, how how could you do that to her? Of all the people, and like it's shitty to do to anybody, but it's like to her, her. I know she doesn't deserve it. No, like ah, uh, she's such a good person. Yeah, I'm just I'm so I'm just raging. Yeah, on her behalf right now. Mm-hmm. And like he keeps talking about how depressed he is, and I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, you deserve you it. Should be. <laughs> you deserve it. Like I have. I'm in I'm in Tamlin mode. I'm like, no empathy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but we come to find out that Hunt's kind of like, why does she have my phone? And then he's like, Oh, she has my phone because I'm going with her. And Sandra's yeah. like, Yep, you're now mine. Ugh. Like, we're going to the summit and then you will come back with me to Which fight is- the rebel humans. Like <sighs> it is the worst punishment for it's him. It's the worst punishment. Mm. yeah so scene change we're with bryce Mm -hmm. she's popping into um a bar where flynn and rune are um and rune's just kind of like hey like yeah what's up (laughs) and she came to thank him yeah which is huge he's literally like i'm checking to see if the sky is falling right which felt like a very classic rune comment but like growth that's huge it's huge and the fact that she's doing this after 
the heartbreak and devastation is even it's speaking to like her growth as a person because she's not shutting down like she did after Danica like she's still trying to like have a life I mean she's shutting down a little bit but it's definitely not to the same extent it feels like a more appropriate reaction Mm -hmm. to the devastation so I think it's a good thing yeah and you know he says like you could have called her message and she said I thought it'd be more adult like to do it face to face and so it's like again Mm -hmm. all of these steps yep um and rune tells her that you know he was surprised about hunt too he really thought that his priorities had shifted as of late so it kind of just sucks it does um but she goes to leave and he winds up inviting her to a sunball game watch party that's going to be at his house in a few weeks and Mm. she says why why keep bothering and he says why keep pushing me away bryce it wasn't just about that fight and she decides like she's not going to let the past kind of matter anymore yeah she says maybe we could start over on a trial basis only i'm just like yes finally finally we're moving past the past slowly but surely yes all right chapter 70 Mm -hmm. fury pays bryce a visit yeah i never actually thought we would get to I mean, I know we met Fury like the other chapter, yeah. but I didn't think we would actually get to meet her as a character. I thought she was mm-hmm. going to be one of those people that it's just like her name is thrown around, but yeah. you don't actually get to experience her as a character. Right. So I was shocked. I was like, oh my gosh, Fury, like you, yeah. you have words. We have like very like, not just words, but like character insight right. in this mm-hmm. chapter. Mm-hmm. So Bryce comes home and Fury's just sitting on her couch, which I think is hilarious because it's like there was this whole big deal at the beginning about how no one has keys. Right. All of these spells. You can't get in. And then it's like Fury's just there. Of course she is. (laughs) Um, And she wants to tell Bryce something, but she wants Bryce to promise that she won't do anything stupid um, with what she's about to tell her. And I'm like, what are you going to tell her? Yeah. And she responds, as you've told me so often, stupid is my middle name. (laughs) But uh, Fury basically tells her Micah gave Hunt to Sandriel um, and she's going to be leaving next week after the summit and taking Hunt with her to go after Rebels. Which Bryce's reaction Mm -hmm. breaks my heart because it's like, even though he was so shitty to her, Mm -hmm. it's like, you don't just magically stop loving a person. No, you can't. Like over and even if they completely break your heart, you still love about love them. Think about them like all the things. Yeah. It's like it's never a clean cut. And so she is like it said, like she couldn't feel her arms, her legs because she knows Mm -hmm. that is the worst thing that could have happened to Hunt. Being with Sandril and the fact that he's going to have to fight the people that he wants to be fighting with. Yeah. So I just... Yeah, that's it's awful, and I feel so bad. And bright the fact that Bryce is reacting, yeah, to it like that, it just shows how much she loves him. Yeah, and it's like she is in such term, she is in turmoil about that reaction, right? Like mm-hmm. her gut, we say you don't just stop loving someone. Her gut is like, oh my god, that's so bad for him. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, and he'd never be free again. What Sandra would do to him, he deserved it. He fucking deserved everything. And it's like. I can see mm-hmm. where she's coming from with that, especially me in my anger phase yeah. right now. Um, but even still, it's like she's holding both of those emotions right now. Like that anger feeling like he deserves to be punished. He deserves to feel pain. Mm-hmm. He made me feel all this pain. I want him to feel pain. Yeah. But then also at the same point being like, but that pain, mm-hmm. that's the worst pain. Like, And I think that's like the healthy reaction. You can see both yeah. sides and choose the actual correct emotion yeah. and action based on that. Well, I think, I don't even think it's the correct emotion. I think both emotions are correct. Right. But it's what's the best course of action. Yeah. 
when feeling both of those things at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's wild that you can feel two totally different things yeah. in the same moment. Mm-hmm. But it's not uncommon. No. Especially in these insane circumstances. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Um, so then Bryce the whole conversation kind of transitions and Bryce starts like railing into fury about how she didn't talk to her for two years, but Which is fair. Yeah. Fair. But cause especially cause she was still talking to Juniper quote unquote, yeah. the chosen one. Yeah. Um, and she reveals that, you know, Fury's kind of saying, she's like, I bought the drugs the night that Danica died. And like, she feels guilty for yeah. all of that and like not, just not being there. And then she all, which I mean, I get like, I, it's, that's a lot to deal with. Yeah. Um, but then we find out she's in love with Juniper, right? Like that's the only reason she's kept talking to Juniper. Yeah. She's like, I could rip, I couldn't like rip my heart out and not talk to Juniper. I was just like, Whoa. Okay. I didn't see that one coming. No, not at all. And Bryce is just kind of like, I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Like she's immediately like, okay. Yep. That, that makes a lot more sense. (laughs) But Fury's guilt is very sad. She says, you and Danica were my friends. You were these two stupid fucking puppies that came bounding into my perfectly fine life. And then one of you was slaughtered and I couldn't fucking deal. And so. I know. It's just sad. For somebody that's like an assassin, for her not to be able to deal with death is really an interesting like thing. Yeah. So I kind of feel bad for her. Yeah, I do too. But it's like, you know, we did mention this at the beginning. Like they all were, we assumed Fury was dealing with her. Mm-hmm. own shit and that's yeah. why she took off and we all handle it differently mm-hmm. i know i just think we didn't associate the guilt right there mm-hmm. yeah and then bryce tells her she's like i needed you i needed you here danica died but it was like i lost you too you walked away like it was nothing and um she says it wasn't like fuck did juniper not tell you anything look she and i have been working through a lot of my shit okay i know it was fucked up that i bailed like that it's all just it's more fucked up than you know bryce and like I'm like, what was Juniper supposed to tell Bryce yeah. about everything? And then I'm also like, what is Fury kind of insinuating? Like that because like, she's what like, else is fucked up? Right. Yeah. I'm like, it's more than, you know. So is there more than just what's going on with Danica that we need to be aware about? I don't know. I don't know. Because Fury's in the know on everything. Yeah. I'm guessing it's a reference to the greater war going on. Maybe. But I, I genuinely know. don't know. I don't know. So Fury leaves and Mm -hmm. Bryce is kind of just like staring around her apartment and like everything she sees is a trigger for memories of Hunt and kind of everything they did. Um, And she's thinking to herself, she wouldn't lose another friend, especially not Hunt, never Hunt, no matter what he had done, what and who he'd chosen. Even if this was the last she would ever see him, she wouldn't let this happen. He would go to hell afterwards, but she would do this for him. So sweet. The fact that she's choosing him. She is the biggest person. I am so impressed. I'm <laughs> shocked. I'm so shocked at her choice right now. I'm so yep. happy that she's choosing to do this. I mean, I'm not, but like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I was spiteful. It's fine. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, it's, it is. She's very much being an amazing person here. Yes. Incredible. hundred percent. But I'm just like, what are you going to do? Like, how do you how do you fix this? What's the solution? Yeah. She goes, I promised Fury not to do anything stupid. I didn't say I wouldn't do something smart. And I'm like, literally, this makes me think you're going to do something that is like so unbelievably stupid. Right. I'm like, who are we summoning? Like, what what pit <laughs> what of hell? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. What do you think is smart here, Bryce? I don't entirely trust your judgment. No. Yeah. I'm like, smart to you, dumb to others. 
most likely. Yeah. Um, okay. Chapter 71. Uh, Hunt is leaving with Sandriel and Bryce tries to buy his freedom. Rune puts a stop to it. Bryce goes to the river for a mournful moment with Danica that doesn't go to plan. Lots of things happen in this chapter. Like, oh my gosh. And also, Bryce, that was fucking stupid. So, she did not do something smart. No. That was not a smart thing. The initial the initial part, Maybe. smart. Yeah. I, well, I think it was a logical. A lifetime of debt? I, I mean, to Jessica, like. Maybe. I feel like that's pretty cush. Like, okay, I'll work <laughs> at the gallery for the rest of my life. No big deal. Yeah. Like, that's. But I feel like that was a logical, smart-ish decision mm-hmm. compared to anything else she could have done. And then it just spiraled. And then we went so downhill so fast. Yep. I was like, no, no, nope, nope. not smart. Not smart nope. anymore. Nope. nope. <laughs> but I'm like, I really question, would Sandriel have actually said yes? Like she wanted Bryce or she wanted Hunt so badly. The fact that. But like. Like to trade. But like how. But it would have tortured Hunt. For sure, but and but it's not the same as actually having Hunt that can go do your bidding, you know. Yeah, but we'll get to it when we get there. But okay. I think there's other reasons why. Mm-hmm. So okay, um, we're back with Hunt. Mm-hmm. He had a night to puke out his guts, and then they're gonna take him away. So Pollux, who's known as the Hammer mm-hmm. in uh, Sandriel's Triari, comes down to get him, and he's just loving every moment of this oh yes for sure they are not friends <laughs> no but hun is completely checked out and he's doing a good job of not like um mm-hmm. feeding pollux yes. and it's like making pollux cranky because oh, like yeah. you're supposed to be mad but he's keeping it like calm in a way he's I almost mean, he's like tucked out. yeah he's like totally tucked that part of himself away and he's yeah. just like i'm just gonna exist basically when he goes to hunt or kill. yeah yeah it's just gonna exactly. be like that um, so they march him through the lobby because they want him to like walk by Justinian to see him still crucified. Um, and Victoria at this point has been tossed into a trench at the bottom of the ocean to so live out sad. in isolation and insanity. Okay. Um, but Bryce shows up while they're walking out. Wild. She's like, wait, stop. And she's like trying to catch her breath. I was like, this is not the grand entrance I was expecting. No. No. She's just like, <laughs> I just picture her like, you know, bending over like, <gasps> hold yeah. on, like hand up, like <laughs> let me catch my breath so then we can talk. Yeah. Um, But she shows up and asks Sandriel um, if she can buy Hunt. Mm-hmm. For 97 million gold marks. Wild. Insane. Yeah. Because he was bought for 85 million. So this is 12 million more than he was like sold for mm-hmm. last time. I had just, and like Sandril's in shock, Hunt's in shock, everybody's in shock. They're like, what? Because right. she's holding up this piece of paper. It says like proof of funds that obviously Jessica gave to her. Yep. And it's just like, what? Yeah, and then she tries to throw in the Arcesian amulet too, mm-hmm. try and like sweeten the deal. She's like, "Come on!" Like she's pleading, and Sandril's like, "It almost feels like she's like talking to a child, and, like humoring a child as she's talking right. to her." And it was it's super rude. She ends up melting the Arcesian amulet, which I was, I thought I was okay. First off, it's worth like three million dollars or yeah. three million gold marks, whatever. That's a lot. Yeah, a lot, a lot, and it protects against. Like, all these different, like, spells and words. I was like, how does she just melt it in her hand? I don't know. To me, I was like, wait, I thought it was a little bit better than this. Like, Maybe? Because it's supposed to protect her from all this yeah. stuff. Why it's just easily, like, melted in a hand? 
I don't know. Thought that was really bizarre. A little bit. But she like she's like acknowledging Sandra that it's like, okay, well, it's it's clear that there was something going on here. Essentially, she's like, right. It's not just, you know, from photos like she's Mm -hmm. come here and but she basically tells Bryce no. Yeah. And then Bryce says, then take me like the dumbest bitch that ever lived. She says to take me. What? Yeah. What are you thinking? I just. I I, Oh, my fucking God. Because it's like there's no like. Yeah. What? 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 Why? Oh, and Bryce is yeah. So she's like falling to the floor, begging Sandra to take her. And Rune comes in, and he says, "Don't you dare get off the floor." And I was like, "Thank God for Rune." Thank God for Rune. Yes, he literally. I know she's so angry with him in these next few chapters, but I'm like, he's the only one with a lick of fucking sense right now. Yes, and like I mean, Hunt on the same page. Like he was like, "Thank God for Rune." Yeah. But like Rune marches in and like his shadows are like Sandra basically stops him and his shadows, which is like the power of an archangel is insane. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Because she's like talking directly to Bryce and she says, everyone here would call me a fool to take this bargain, a half breed with no true power or hope to come into it in exchange for the freedom of one of the most powerful Malachim to ever darken the skies. The only warrior on Midgard who can wield lightning, but I know your secret Bryce Quinlan. I know what a prize you are. The only daughter of the autumn King. Mike dropped. Secret exposed. What? So she knows, she knows about, her being the autumn king and this leads into what i'm thinking like the reasons i think sandriel was leaning towards accepting this Mm -hmm. a autumn king Mm -hmm. i think right her having his daughter yeah could be a coercion Mm -hmm. piece but she's an archangel you know what i mean like but they still have like their kingdoms and their rule and the way that it's set up like it's not she's not a i mean she's like not a full dictator right right? like he still has some autonomy yeah so right that gives her that leverage Mm -hmm. um i think it tortures hunt in a much more sadistic way yeah and she has enough like firepower i know like she has a triari she doesn't need him yeah she has enough firepower Mm -hmm. so she's like okay i could torture him even more Mm -hmm. have a weaker human but also I wonder if she knows something that the Oracle knew. Mm. So I I wonder, I know it hasn't been like exposed here. Yeah. But like, did she know about the Oracle's reading? Did she get some information there that we don't know about? Mm. I don't know. Because that's how she found out that Bryce was the Autumn King's daughter because she, her spies were able to figure out like who her daddy was from that. So like, did she also know what was said? I don't know. Or what the Oracle or what the Oracle saw. Maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. So I think there's a lot more to it. Yeah. And obviously everybody's freaking out when like this information is dropped. Like right. Declan and Flynn are just like stunned. Mm-hmm. Um Hunt Which I'm surprised they hadn't guessed. I I mean, I wouldn't I don't think it's that far fetched. Like if you tell somebody like this is my cousin, yeah. you're kinda like, Oh, okay. Like yeah. sure. Like I why would I question it? Yeah, that's true. You know, 
but then hunt is just like he's like looking at bryce and he's like seeing her eyes and he's like oh my gosh those are literally the fire king's eyes that's like the fire king's hair how did i not or autumn king i said fire king <laughs> how did i not see this before it's like yeah. there's so much similarity um and the fact that sandriel was able to figure it out and nobody else could like it's kind of insane yeah um, but Rune, like he steps up and he says, she is a female member of the Fey Royal household and a full civitas of the Republic. I lay claim to her as my sister and kin. And these are apparently ancient, ancient words, um, from laws that had never been changed though public sentiment had. And based upon the laws of the Fey, as approved by the Asteri, she is my property, my father's, and I do not permit her to trade herself in exchange for Athalar. You are a fey female of my bloodline. You are a property and our fathers until you marry. Oh, oh snap. It's, it's one of those things where it's like. Uh, I'm so grateful that Rune is protecting her and she's not able to trade herself for Sandriel. Yes. But like to be called property. Yeah. It's and, so unfortunate he had to use that. But yes. it's the only way to protect her right yes. now. Because she just offered herself freely. Right. No. It's the only way to protect her. Oh, it's just the worst. Because you know that it's like, okay, now that they've claimed her, yeah. she's not going to have the autonomy that she had before. She's nope. not going to be able to dictate what she does with her life in the same way. Nope. <clears throat> so it's just like... Well, part of me is like, Bryce, you should have made better fucking decisions if you did. I, I know. <sighs> I have I know. no empathy today, but... I, yeah, that that one just like blew my mind that... that Well, first off, that that's even still a thing. That you can claim yeah. this female as your property. Yeah. Kind of crazy. But yeah. And it's especially for Rune because he knows that he like that Bryce just forgave him for all this stuff. And he's been working so hard to like have this relationship with her and then to yeah. have to do this. He knows he's throwing all of it I away. Know. Like But there's nothing else he could have done. No, but he's being like he's doing the hard thing. He's making the hard choice yeah. for her. Yeah. It just sucks. It sucks it sucks so bad but like also as someone who's obsessed with rune yes i was like weirdly even more obsessed after him i know i kind of love it so much i was like okay rune yeah i lay claim i don't know why i liked those words so much but Mm -hmm. it's fine (laughs) um but bryce is just furious she says i will never forgive you Mm. i'm just like oh bryce honey you're angry now but it's like it feels like it feels like a parent to a child. Yeah. Where it's like, I understand you're angry now and you don't you don't get why I had to do this, mm-hmm. but it was to protect you and it was the only thing we could do. Yeah. So it feels like in another ten years maybe she would yeah. realize it, but Rune has had to make that hard choice, which is so sad because they just I know said they would start over and try again. I know. Ugh. So Rune grabs Bryce um, to drag her out of there, but she's like fighting him and she is reaching for Hunt, just like trying to touch him one more time. And I'm like, no, my heart is broken for her. Yes. Very specifically. My heart is broken for her. Yes. And she says, Hunt, I'll find a way to save you. And as he passes her to leave, he realized she'd never stop fighting for him, would never give up hope. So Hunt went in for the kill by saying, I owe you nothing and you owe me nothing. Don't ever come looking for me again. I was like, Lord. But I'm like, she knows. Like, that's not true. Like, Hunt, you're not doing a good job selling this. Not at all. Uh, but but then, at the same time, he's realizing like no one had ever fought for him. No one had ever cared enough to do so. Mm-hmm. That is depressing AF. Yes. Like what a sad life. Yes. This male has led. 
Oh, but like the worst is like it says Bryce mouthed his name as if he were the sole person in the room, the city, the planet. Mm. I'm like, just stop, stop, Bryce. You're killing me here. Okay. My heart is broken for her. I know. I just feel devastated for her. Um, okay. So he is ushered into the car mm-hmm. with his new owner. Yep. Um, and we pivot to Rune kind of following um Bryce yep. out and she's just furious. Yep. And he's like, You're an idiot. Like, I will not apologize for protecting you, not from her and not from yourself. And I think that's the biggest thing there is he really was protecting yeah. her from herself in that moment. She just lost it. Yeah. And he's like, You'd have a hard time finding somebody that would, you know, disagree with what I did. And I think he's correct. I think if she literally asked any other person, yeah. they would be like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so there, (laughs) (laughs) but she's, I mean, it's one of those things to be like, God, Bryce, you're such a freaking idiot, but she's just devastated. Yeah. She is in the deepest pit of heartbreak right now. Mm -hmm. And like, that's what she's running off of. So like, she's not going to be making the best decisions right now. No. Cause she's not being driven by any sort of logic. Right. She was at first, like she was really, I felt like the money thing was a great option. Well, what I think was happening is she she had separated herself entirely, right? Like right. she wasn't talking to Hunt. She wasn't doing anything with Hunt. She wasn't acknowledging it. She was like, I can make a great choice. Look at that. But the second she saw his face, mm-hmm. it was like, nope. Yeah. Well, this, I'm not better. The I'm fact that she was like, I'm oh, let me sweeten it. the deal. Like it was like, no, 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 no. Like you should have just like held, been like, let's yep. negotiate this. Like, yeah. But it was just like, oh, no, you don't want the money? Here, here, here. How about this? Like, And then I was like, okay, how about me? And I was right. like, we, that was a huge jump. Right. We we escalated way too quickly. Like, there should have been like, sit down at the table, negotiate. Exactly. Like, business deal kind yeah. of thing. Emotionally, she has not healed. Right. Even though she was wanting to pretend that like it did. didn't matter mm-hmm. and nothing was wrong. Yeah. But it was. And that's why she could not make a rational choice there. Right. And again, the way Rune had to do it mm-hmm. sucks. Right. But, like, frankly, she put him in that situation. I know. What was he supposed to do? Yeah. Like, she will be grateful later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you don't want that. Anyhow. Um, so then, so Bryce kind of storms out. Um, then we kind of pivot, and Declan and Flynn are pissed at Rune for not, like, it's not just that they didn't tell, he didn't tell them that he, that's his sister, but that's their princess. Like, it's kind of weird to think about it like that. Like, they didn't know that they had a princess. Yeah. So I could see why they would be mad about that. Well, it's just interesting that they automatically feel like they had more of a cause to protect her because of it. Mm -hmm. And it just, it makes me think about um, uh, Akatar when Farah like, essentially sacrificed herself to go to the Supreme Court. When she comes back, like, Cassian is pissed at her. Right. And he's like you're my high lady like i need to protect you Mm -hmm. like you just spring that on me and then you go like so it just it reminds me of that and there's this um current amongst the fey of just like immediate and undying loyalty yeah to their leaders yeah and i i think it's literally in their blood that they like have to to be that way so it's very um against their nature to have not known this and not been able to yeah do what they were created yeah what they're supposed to 
Um, and I thought it was really interesting. We kind of get like a, a look into like Rune's perspective um, in regards to protecting Bryce. And it's like the Oracle's kind of words about, you know, him being the last of his bloodline kind of come mm-hmm. back to him. And I was like, why? But then he's like, well, if I'm the last of my bloodline, then like, could that mean that I'm like Bryce is dying before me? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, maybe like, that's why I had to stop this. Cause what if this was like leading to that? And it's like, wow. Like I never thought about it from that perspective. Like it's kind right. of just, I always just assume like maybe he can't have kids or like right. maybe he's going to die before he had kids. But I never really put Bryce into perspective. Yeah, but it's like Bryce is in the line too. Right. So I could totally see why he's being so protective of her. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to be the reason that, you know, she dies. Mm-hmm. Even though it, he's not. It's just like once you hear that, yeah. then you're kind of like always assuming that you're the reason that somebody would die. Yeah, so Which sad. is so sad. But I was like, I get where he's coming from even more so now. Agreed. Um, so Bryce took off and she went to um, basically the entrance of the bone quarter. She mm-hmm. went to the uh, arches of the black dock and she's just like kneeling by the dark waters, essentially like praying to Danica. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. She's talking to Danica. She's like, God, this is so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so sad and I wish you were here. And it's just, she's, she's trying to have this moment yeah. with Danica. <laughs> when a Christelle's demon jumps out of nowhere and attacks her. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. This demon just like loves to come in at the end of chapters. I know. Last second. Um, in the most inopportune moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, chapter 72, uh, Bryce has a run-in with a Christalos and is saved by Rune and his crew. Yeah. Rots. Where the heck did this demon come from? And I'm like, is it, was it like intentional or was it a freak accident? Like, right. so interesting. I don't know confusing mm-hmm. so the chrysalis demon like leaped at her and like tackled her into the water right and so she's like low-key drowning being mm-hmm. scratched at by this demon when finally like someone like grabs her and pulls her from the water right and luckily it seems rune declan and tristan followed her yes and were there to save her yeah so declan drags her out of the water um and bryce is just like not okay no <laughs> like she's like pissed she's like well i thought it was so interesting because it's like declan saved your life and you're pissed that it's declan and not hunt yeah like i mean i get it because she's like hunt's the one that should have been here like yeah. he's the guy that should be protecting me so i get she's like upset but i was like don't be bad at declan like yeah. <laughs> just saved your life <laughs> Well, and then he's healing her. So he has yeah. a fae power, which apparently is rare, mm-hmm. to heal. So he's kind of like all of the gashes she has from the Cristalos. He's mm-hmm. trying to speed up that healing for yeah. her, which is a very cool trick. Mm-hmm. I was like, so you're smart and you can heal. Mm. Very cool. We like you, Declan. We like Declan. Mm-hmm. It says, Flynn crossed his arms. I said, I've known that you're a princess for all of an hour and you're already a pain in my ass. <laughs> and so it seems like the shock of it all yeah. has slightly worn off for them and they are back to their usual selves. Yes. Um, but Bryce is like, it was a freak accident. But Flynn kind of thinks otherwise. He thinks that the attack might have been targeted, which I really thought was interesting that they had mm-hmm. such differing opinions on it. And Rune says that she's going to stay with him tonight. But her response is like, over my fucking dead body. Yeah. Um, and then she takes out her phone and shows it to him and says you while she's like swiping his name, like into the deleted. And she's like, you are dead to me, (laughs) which is just like, it's the most like immature, most ridiculous thing ever. But it, 
is absolutely hilarious and I love it so much. It's so spiteful. So spiteful. Yeah. And then she turns to Declan and Flynn and she says, thanks for saving my ass. And then walks away. Just doesn't even acknowledge that Rune had any part in this. I just... Like, I, I'm not a bitter person, but I love, I love that moment so much. Just like the pettiness yes. of it. Just like, oh, I don't, I'm deleting you from my phone. Yeah. As a petty person. Yeah. It's 10 out of 10. Yeah. She could not have done anything better in that yeah. moment. Because <laughs> at first it's like, she pulled out her phone. I was like, why was she doing with her phone? And it's like, she was so glad that she had paid for the waterproof charm. And I'm like, okay, why? And I was like, What? I thought it was brilliant. I'm it not was. even petty and I love it so much. So good. Um, and then luckily the tattoo on her back is still fine mm-hmm. because for her, she's like, that's the last connection to Danica. So yep. the demon didn't scratch that, even though it scratched all over her body. Mm-hmm. Um, and she makes it home and she is just, she's done. She's yeah. devastated. She's exhausted. Mm-hmm. She goes, it was all nonsense. The tattoo, the jacket, losing the amulet, losing Danica, losing Connor and the pack of devils, losing Hunt. Bryce tried and failed to wrest herself from the cycle of thoughts, the maelstrom that brought them around and around and around until they all eddied together. And she's just spiraling. Mm-hmm. Poor girl. Yep. But the way that that was worded, I was like, but did you come to some like grand thought? Hmm. Like, cause it, the, all the thoughts just kind of joined together and it's like, I could see it either way. Like I could see it just like spiraling into like this, just like mass, like crap hole. Yeah. But I could also see it. It's like, cause she was like the jacket, the scar, the pack, like all, like all these individual things. Ooh. And I'm like, is she like, are, like they keep spiraling in that. You read they, it like, like she had an epiphany about something. Right. Yeah. Ooh. Interesting. I don't, I don't, cause like the next chapter, we don't know. We don't get Bryce in nope. this chapter. So I'm like, maybe like. That's a good question. I don't know. All right. Chapter 73, mm-hmm. the summit begins. Yeah. What do you think? It's just kind of interesting to see how formal the summit is and, yes. you know, like who's there, who's important. Um, and I definitely think that there's going to be stuff that we learn during the summit that it's, mm-hmm. it's one of those things. It's like, I think of just like all the, you know, Q, like the quarterly town halls that I have to do for my, like my company. And yep. it's like, I just like zone all of it out, but it's like, I'm sure... <laughs> Hopefully nobody's listening <laughs> that I work for. <laughs> um, but, you know, I just tune those out. But I'm like, there's probably like super important information yeah. that they give out. But I feel like the vast majority of people just kind of like glaze over it. Yep. And so I feel like the summit's going to be that kind of vibe where it's like, I'm sure actually important stuff is happening. And I'm curious, like, mm-hmm. who's going to pay attention? Who's actually going to pick up on the important information? And yeah. who's going to care about it? Yeah. So I'm kind of just like interested yeah my company does a very good job of keeping those engaging Mm -hmm. but i i think it's like there are i usually notice three key things Mm -hmm. that happen at these sorts of events it's sharing information Mm -hmm. it's recognition Mm -hmm. and there's a little bit of like look at us look how good we did so Mm -hmm. like that like pomp that kind of like building themselves up yeah kind of thing so We'll see. It sounds like this is a working summit. Yeah. But who knows? I'm curious. Um, And this summit, I think it's so funny that it's held in a conference center. I know. I just will never get over the like. I feel like she takes little jabs at like the real world. And I love it so much. Cracks me up. Yep. Um, And so it's just, it's a lot of 
pomp and circumstance. Yes. Right. You have all the armies mm-hmm. in their regalia, in their separate sections, all laid out. Yep. Um, and it's everybody, right? It's the shifters. Mm-hmm. It's the fae. It's the angels. It's all of them. Yep. Except the humans. Yes. No humans. No humans. But I think it's interesting because they sit them in seven rings. So like hunts like we're in hell. And then it's like yeah. literally like the seven layers of hell. And it's like most importance in the middle and it kind of spreads out. And so it's interesting because you can kind of see people's importance based on which like ring they're sitting in. Yep. So I think it's kind of cool because it's like, you know, Fury, she's sitting in the third ring and you're like, okay, that's pretty close to the center. And you're like, all right, Fury. Yeah. Like, what do you do? <laughs> Still don't know. I know. And it's like another thing that I thought was interesting is like Jessica is like the only person to represent the House of Flame and Shadows. When there's like hundreds from right. all these other houses. And I'm like, you're not even actually of that house originally. Yeah. Like I know you serve the Underking, but it's just kind of bizarre. Like yeah. I thought that was really crazy that nobody else came. Like there's no vampires. There's mm-hmm. nobody. And then it's interesting because like the River Queen doesn't come. She sends her daughter to come with Therian. So, like, that's another odd one. And yep. then Hypaxia, we learn. So, she's the new uh, witch queen. Yep. And the Asteri, like, officially coronate her or recognize her as a queen. Right. But it's the freaking Medwitch. Like, what? What? I'm sorry. You were just, like, casually pretending to be an everyday Medwitch and you're the new, like, queen of the witches? Yeah. It almost reminds me of, like, those those types of people who are, like... I was about to be a ruler and I just wanted a little bit of time being normal right. before I was a ruler. Yeah. Um, or maybe she was like undercover trying to like discover something with her studies. Like we don't know. No, but that's a bit of a question mark. Yes. Well, especially cause it's like, we know that the autumn King told rune, like he's going to be marrying this queen. Yeah. And, and then it's, kind of think for her, I know. And so I was like, okay, well is this like, you know, SJM like setting up this like cool epic romance where it was maybe. like, you fell in love before you like knew the person. So I thought maybe. that was kind of cool. Might not be as bad of an arranged marriage as I he know, thought. Right. And then, so after everybody's come in, we get the 49 angels of the Asterian guard who they don't roll up in cars. They no. drop in from the ceiling or yeah. sky. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of the Cassian and Azrael ice scene. Yes. Oh my gosh. Where they yes. just like pound down on the ice. Like yep. I imagine that with, but with. 49 pound 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 yep and they all have like pristine white wings they're like bred and hand selected for this lifetime service and it's interesting because they don't bow to the archangels whereas Mm -hmm. everybody else does they only bow to the asiri yeah um even though they're technically angels so they like rank lower than archangels yeah so i thought that was kind of interesting um and let's see so the asteri come on the tv Mm -hmm. and their power was felt yeah through the tv it says that their power was so unearthly as if and then hunt is saying as if his entire existence were but a mayfly his power but a wisp of breeze in the face of their hurricane as if he'd been hurled into deep space they each held the power of a sacred star each could level this planet to dust, yet there was no light in their cold eyes. Yikes. So just shock. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't, maybe shock's not the right word, but just like there's an impact. Yes. To the power that is felt by the Asteri. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really interesting because 
as everybody bows to these, it's weird because you're bowing to a screen, but like whatever. Yeah. Um, Hunt lifts his eyes and he looks to see who else in the room lifts their eyes while they're supposed to be bowing. And he sees Therian and Rune, Declan Emmett, and Queen Hypaxia. Mm. And I thought that was a very interesting combination. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, are these my people? Like, are mm-hmm. these the people that are going to like fight the Asteri? Right go i don't know help hunt i don't know but if that's true what about tristan i don't is tristan there yeah i thought they were i thought they were all there i didn't know if all three of them were there so it mentions rune it Mm -hmm. doesn't mention declan when they enter yeah i didn't think it mentioned i think they just well they didn't mention declan or tristan when they enter they just talked about rune i just assumed that flynn would be there too he would be there too because he's part of that group right and he's like a lord's son so He's important. I feel like he would be there. Yeah. I don't know. So why isn't Tristan raising his eyes? Don't know. Is there a potential future rift? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But he locks eyes. Hunt locks eyes with Rune. Right. And Rune pops up in his head. Yeah. (laughs) Is he a freaking Daimati? Yeah. I mean, it's that same power. I know. I was like, what? I don't know if they use that term in this world. But... But that he's mind speaking. Yep. I was like, what, Rune? How can you do this? Ah. This is so legit. Um, but he seems to basically be on Hunt's side. Um, you know, because how much Hunt didn't want Bryce to take yeah. like his spot. And I think like that kind of makes him respect Hunt, even though like all that crap went down. He's like, yeah. I see you, like I understand, like you still value Bryce above kind of like yourself. Right. So I think they're good. Um I just I I'm like, that was nice. Yeah. But like good. I don't know if we're good. I don't, they're probably not good, but I but think he's there's acting a, like they're good. There's a level of respect, I think, which I could see as appropriate. Yeah, um, but Hunt is shocked and super appreciative, obviously. Um, and then they're kind of talking about you know hypaxia, and he's like, "Did you know?" And he's like, "No, did you know?" So I'm just like, everyone was fooled. Yes, she did a good job. Um, and then the Asteri um, addressed the room. And it's what, Rigolus? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. He's kind of the one. And he is like hardcore eyeing Hunt as he's yes. talking. And I'm like, why are you two like so... It's creepy. Yeah. Like, why is he like singling you out? Because like, I know you were like, you know, you led the rebellion and you fought. But I'm like, you didn't fight Rigolus. Yeah. Like in your rebellion specifically. Yeah. I don't know. You know? But like also just to like add to the creep factor, I want to hone in on this description of him. Yeah. It says... That slim teenage boy's body was a mockery of the monstrous power within. A slim teenage boy's body. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. You should not have a teenage boy as the Asteri. Like the, that physical appearance is weird. It, But I think that makes it so much creepier. Yes. It's like an evil, creepy like kid. Yes. I, yeah. I don't like it at all. It scares me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're the ones that, like, formally recognize Hypaxia as the new queen of the witches. So she's official. Yep, official. Um, and then, you know, they want there to be discussions about ending the war with the human rebels. They're mm-hmm. like, we trust you to handle this. Um, and then the, the summit's officially called to order to begin. Yep. The Asteri leave. And they it begins. start their discussion. Yeah. And that's where this section ends. Yeah. And... I'm going to be honest, the last portion of this book terrifies me. (laughs) So I feel like 
the next three episodes of this podcast, mm-hmm. it's going to be like we are underwater yeah. and cannot come up for air. Oh, no. Because it's just like boom, boom, boom. But this is classic. This is SJM, man. The last like few hundred pages or hundred pages are always the most intense. Yep. So strap in, everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, Next week, we're going to talk chapters 74 through 79 and bring your tissues. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed. And we'll talk next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. Check out our Patreon for more ways to support and connect with us for as low as $1 a month. You can also find us on Instagram at, at @fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.